Good morning, good morning, my friends. I am so excited. I am Maria Mariano. I like to introduce myself with my family. <laughs> I am Maria Mariano. Welcome to the podcast, 41 years in multi-level marketing business. I'm going to ask my friend who's living for Australia to mute herself on Podbeam. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. Melanie, I'm going to be missing you. You know that, eh? Okay, I'm going to be missing you, but I know you're always going to be there. But still, uh, I wish you well. I wish you to enjoy this final day before you go to Australia of your 10% discount because of your birthday yesterday. You have now officially reached 65 years old. <laughs> and then somebody sends her a list. I think it's Nathalie Brochu of all the stores that she has 10% discount. Oh, that was a 10 on 10. Uh, well, there has to be good things about aging, right? There has to be good things. And one of the things that I love about aging is what we're going to be covering today. Like, like I, you know, I'm getting the podcast ready and I'm really having fun doing it. So the podcast today is on persistence is essential. Don't forget with me, you don't take notes. You take your notes. Monique, you lean in and you take notes when Melanie Miller speaks in Marie-Pierre Tetro, right? Okay. Uh, I'm more of the type of, whoa, can you feel it? Okay. So it's going to be about the reality of habit and the test of character. So today, my friends, will be an incredibly inspiring podcast. I'm telling you right now because it totally inspired me. And I feel like, you know, I, I'm... I'm walking so fast since this morning, like I look at everything I've done, my feet aren't touching the floor. That's how excited I am. And I really want you to share this podcast. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin the podcast by asking you to share. And I've got this new thing. I think it's going to work. Marie-Pierre is going to copy paste the question I want you to to. To, to say before sharing the podcast. And what's, what's nice about the system, you'll have it in French and in English, and then you can share it, is that maybe you can go through Messenger. Maybe you can go through Messenger and those specific people, sometimes it's your husband, sometimes it's your sister, sometimes it's your brother, and you say, I think this one is for you. You know, what strategies have you used to persist through your tough times, you know, your tough challenges, and, and, and share the podcast? It's always more enticing. I hope that's the right word, Melanie. I always look at her when I use a new word. I hope, you know, I think it's more enticing to click when you look at your, your question, you know, what you've written on top. And that's what I want you to do because today's podcast is really going to change your trajectory in 2024 if you really grasp it, okay? If you really, really grasp it. So once again, welcome to our podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Remember, our mission, our simple mission here is to level up, level up, be happy, level up. Oh my God, Melanie, what is the book going to talk about? The happier we are, the more resilient we are. Ah, okay, to level up, to surround ourselves with people that truly desire being a better version of themselves. It is very hard. It is very hard to reach new heights when everybody around me, including my spouse, including my children sometimes, my family, is all leveling down and all pointing at what is not working in the economy, what is not working with our government. And the only thing they talk about is what they hate about their job. And, and I know I'm talking here and a lot of you are putting faces to what I'm saying right now. How do you get out of it? Well, 
a good podcast like The Millionaire of the Diamonds. I absolutely love. Something I love listening nearly every morning is Joel Osteen. He's, you know, an American pastor, very, very technical. But I love his, his you know, I call them 20-minute podcasts, you know. I really, really enjoy them because it's positive, it's uplifting, it's enjoyable. And remember, as we level up, as we work on being a better version of ourselves, well, we're going to achieve this incredible vision, which is debt-free, mortgage-free. We, we no longer live paycheck to paycheck. And in fact, Monique, my friend that I watch here, you're making so much money, you're going to buy each one of your sons a brand new car. Because if you would have this such an abundance of money, you would do it. You would do it. You see, this is what happens when you have a lot of money. There's so much good we can do. So today, my friends, we're going to embark on a new chapter called Triumphing uh, Over Adversity, Chapter 6. And all of this is drawn out of the book, The Power of Self-Confidence with Brian Tracy. I'm really, really, really enjoying it. Like it's right up my alley, okay? We are going to understand the importance of the meaning of persistence, the powerful and unyielding impact of habit. Oh my God, my friends, habit, 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 habit. I am a slave of good habits or I am a slave of bad habits. Either way, I am a slave. So if I am to be a slave, I might as well be a slave to good habits. I know I'm a clean freak. I know it's a bad habit I have. But between being messy and being clean, I'd rather be a slave to cleansiness, right? Okay, between the two, both is slavery, okay? But one just gets me... a gets me um, to another level, okay? And we're going to end the defining moments that test our character. So the journey of winning over adversity is offer. I love linking it to this metaphor. You will always hear me talking about the tree, talking about the storms, talking about the ship. I mean, I was raised, this is very Italian because they've traveled, they've crossed the ocean, you know, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So you're a tree, right? That's been around for years and years and years. What's happened to you? Well, storms have come and gone, but you're still here. You're still standing strong. That is kind of like us, like honestly, it's us. When we keep pushing through, even when things are hard, we get stronger every single time. And I wanna share with you a personal story because everybody knows me today, 41 years later, and they look at our company and they say, oh my God, look at them, whoa, 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 they're so good, they're so good. Well, you need to remember that when I began, I did door to door every single day. Yeah, but Saturdays too? Yes, Melanie Miller, Saturdays too. And what about Sundays? Sundays too. I did door to door every single day. I would knock on doors and try to date parties. That's what I did, okay? And if they didn't want to date a party, I would invite them to the studio. But the re reality is I've actually never dated a party that held door to door. And I did it for over two years. I had scenarios where a guy opened the door and he's naked. And here I'm trying to look at into his eyes and saying, I'm a Maria Mariana from Tupperware. And then I go say something as stupid as this, right? Tupperware asked me to work the street today. Yeah, Melanie. And it translates in French and in English. And the guy says exactly what I was waiting for. Oh my God. And I ran like, you have no idea what I dealt with. And to tell you I did a parties, I'm going to tell you, but none of them ever heard, ever held. 
to, they, they, did, they dated for the gift I was giving, right? To tell you, because if they said no to the dating, we wouldn't invite them to the office, right? To tell you I had people that confirmed they would come to the office, absolutely. But they never showed up. And yet here I am two years, three years in, still doing door to door. Well, that adversity that I was facing every single day developed habits. I became great at the six step dating technique. I became phenomenal, like the delivery of the five step inviting technique. I was unbeatable. So eventually when I finally got parties, well, they didn't stand a chance in those parties. I was so good because of the habit I developed in this, in this moment where I had zero success. But what you needed to see is what I was developing as a extraordinary entrepreneur is the delivery of the six-step dating habit, the delivery of the five-step dating technique back in the days. Yet, those daily habits became the root of my tree. And this is why I'm still here 41 years later. Because sometimes if you make it too fast to success and you haven't developed these habits, you'll have success for a short time. And then eventually we'll see that the roots weren't deep enough and you're gonna fall at the first storm. There's, there's a kind of tree that has very short roots and every time there's, there's, there's a storm, they all go to the ground. They all go to the ground. So good habits make us stronger and help us grow. Bad habits hold us back, okay? So we have to make sure we're building good habits every day. Being on this podcast daily, congratulations, this is a good habit. It's nurturing you every day to become the person you need to become to achieve the next level in your life. Okay, whether it is a better relationship with your spouse, with your children, more successful in your business. Doing all the exercises on the group Inspirational, the Millionaire of the Diamonds, this is a good habit because regularly doing those hundreds of exercises will develop you faster. I call it the miracle grow to my plants. True story, Melanie. I had Madame Zubé in front of my house. She always had the most the best looking garden until I realized that she cheated. She put miracle grow in her flowers. Anyways, long story short, I got miracle grow. I do the same thing. And this is why I win every year now. <laughs> so visualize it as the miracle grow. Life's big challenges are like the wind. They can shake us up, but how we stand how we stand will show how strong we are. Now, Mark Twain said, and I'm going to say it in my words. I can't say it verbatim the way he said it. But in my words, the power that lifts you up is all about hard work, sticking to it, and keeping on going with courage, you know, i.e. a little bit of Maria in there, okay? So that is the heart of what we are going to talk about today with Melanie, Dr. Melanie Miller. You'll be able to take down notes. And remember, the real confidence comes from knowing deep down that no matter what, you're going to get through this. So I hope you've been sharing, Marie-Pierre, if you can just share with us the contest, what we earned, where we are at, and I want to know how many books we've sold. 
Yes, we are now at 970 books sold. So thank you to everyone who already share on your uh, personal profile on Facebook and different social media. When you receive your book, you take a picture. When you read the book, you can take a picture and talk about the book. So every time you post and you tag Maria Mariano, you tag Les Millionaires des Diamants, you will be in the draw for the first t-shirt Les Millionaires des Diamants. And then we will have a second draw for a t-shirt for everyone who invites someone new to the group Limiana de Diama Inspirational Group and for everyone that is new to the group will be in the draw for the second t-shirt and then we'll have a third draw for the Dudu Limiana de Diama the blanket for everyone who contribute on our Facebook group so when you post when you put a reaction a comment you get points and you will be in the draw and our top five who contribute the most during the month will get the mug Limiana de Diama and our top five month to date we have Danny Chartrand, Joanne Corbeil, Louise Gauthier, Liz Boucher and Jacqueline Stockley. So congratulations. Mute myself. Here we go. Uh, congratulations. And again, I want to thank all of you, our supporters on Podbean, Podbean, Matthew Lee, Sylvie, welcoming everybody, you know, in a nice warm way. It is so important. Jacqueline Stockley really takes care of uh, our Facebook. But most importantly, you have to know that a lot of my content comes also from Jacqueline. I have a, she has a messenger direct with me and sometimes she sends me content, content, content. And believe it or not, Jacqueline, we're going to have Chan coming to our SFL. Melanie Miller, you're going to freak out. We, we got somebody from the USA to come and speak to us about multi-level marketing. And I'm so, so excited. And my Zoom friends that give me the energy and the love to continue to do what I am doing. So just before leaving you in the hands of, of Melanie, I am really excited to, you know, about this podcast today. And I want you to know who are... Who are the people that are around you and are they lifting you? You have what it takes. I really want to tell you, because I'm not going to come back and speak to you. I just want you to know you have what it takes to beat the hard stuff. It's, it's in you. It's in your DNA. God did not create any of his children without the ability to withstand adversity. So I'm really hoping today with Melanie's um, uh, um, presentation and Marie-Pierre's presentation, you will have what it takes to um, have positive thoughts, to water the convictions of your hearts and be able to overcome any obstacle in your life. Winners are made of people that never give up. So over to you, Melanie. Thank you very much, Maria. So yesterday we talked about maximizing our strengths but we also need to understand our weakness. Now in chapter six, a brand new chapter, we want to be prepared to overcome adversity. There is a difference between positive thinking and positive knowing. We need to develop ourselves so that no matter what adversity comes our way, we are ready to face it, resist it, and overcome it. Persistence is essential. Napoleon Hill said, persistence is to the character of man as carbon is to steel. Well, that phrase only makes sense if you know that you cannot produce steel without carbon. So what that means is, of course, that if you want to be a strong person, you have to have persistence. He also said, 
Before success comes to any man's life, he is sure to meet with much temporary defeat and perhaps some failure. When defeat overtakes a man, the easiest and most logical thing to do is to quit. That is exactly what the majority of men do. And we've all seen that situation in our own teams, in our lives, where we have people that are constantly changing jobs, or I'm going to do this, and then they try it, and then actually they don't achieve it. Persistence is a measure of how much you believe in yourself. When we believe that we will succeed, we will continue to persist until that happens. Your self-confidence will increase with your belief in your ability to achieve. But don't mix persistence and confidence with delusion. The most successful people are intensely realistic. They are happy, they are confident, they face the world as it is, not as they wish it to be. We have all met people in our lives who talk a good game. I could, I could sell ice to Eskimos. You wouldn't believe how many times we hear that phrase from people uh, who we talking to about perhaps joining an MLM. And they look down on an MLM and say, you know, no, I don't need to sell Tupperware because I could sell ice to Eskimos. But then when you look at their lives, you see, well, they can't be selling that much ice to Eskimos because their lives are not very advanced. When you quickly realize that they are delusional, they are not selling anything. What about the people who put their hands up when you're doing a challenge? I saying, I will do five Tupperware parties in a week. And so you look at them and say, wow, five Tupperware parties. Okay, that's amazing. But then you check and you realize that they've been at Tupperware for a year and never actually done one party. So being delusional is not the same as being persistent. We must all acknowledge that problems will arrive. Problems are inevitable. It is how you deal with them that will determine your success. Test of character. It is easy to have self-confidence when everything is going well. The true test is how you behave when everything seems to be failing. This is the time when you show your ability to overcome adversity. We have had several situations at Tupperware where our persistence and strength of character have been tested because things external to us have, have gone wrong or changed or impacted us negatively. How people reacted in those times was a good indicator of their future behavior and ability to persist. Each time Tupperware carry out a restructuring of payment plans to the sales force, some people are negatively impacted. Guess what happens? We lose people who think it is not fair. They give up. They are not able to find a way to overcome adversity. The delivery of products at Tupperware is a constant theme and aggravation. 
And um, it really depends on how you react to these situations to show your persistence. In 2020-2021, we lost a lot of people from Tupperware. We got a lot of people too, but we lost a lot because we had massive delays in shipping. The people who stayed here became stronger. They had the same delays, but knew that it was out of their control. They adapted and prepared customers. They communicated the problems in a logical fashion. They realized we were talking about delays to products that were not life-saving. They survived and probably did not blink when we had delays of three weeks or so just before Christmas this year. How are you? How do you react to situations that are out of your control? Do you give up and say it's too hard or are you able to persist? So now Marie-Pierre is going to help us, I think, assess where we stand with persistence. Over to you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Melanie. So yes, we want to um, challenge ourselves with this quiz this morning to see what kind of people we are when you are under pressure, when you are now in a difficult situation. So yes, the way you, we respond when we have a difficult moment can reveal a lot about our character. So the quiz is really designed to help you gain insight into how you typically react when you are faced with those difficult situations. So there are no right or wrong answer here. <laughs> this quiz is for self-reflection and to have some fun this morning. <laughs> so let's start with the first question. You will see for each question, you will answer A, B, C or D. And at the end, I will give you uh, what it means for each. So let's start with number one. So when faced with a difficult problem or a challenge, your initial reaction is A, to panic and feel overwhelmed. B, to take a moment to assess the situation and come up with a plan. C, seek guidance and advice from others. Or D, blame others for the situation. Melanie, <laughs> it's having fun. <laughs> Number two. Now imagine someone criticizes your work unfairly. What is your immediate response? A, you get defensive and argue back. B, you stay calm and try to understand their perspective. C, reflect on your work and see if there's room for improvement. Or D, shift the blame onto someone or something else. Number three, in a crisis, you tend to dot, dot, dot. A, feel paralyzed and unable to make a decision. B, remain composed and take charge of the situation. C, collaborate with others to find a solution. Or D, complain about how unfair life is. Remember, there's no right or wrong answer. It's to help you <laughs> have an idea of your character. Number four, how do you handle mistakes that you've made? A, you try to hide them and cover them up. B, you acknowledge them, learn from them, and make amends if necessary. C, you ask for help in correcting them. Or D, blame others or external factor. 
Number five. When others blame you for something, what do you do? A. Get defensive and argue your innocence. B. Listen to their perspective and evaluate, evaluate if there's any truth to it. C. Apologize if you genuinely believe you're at fault. Or D. Immediately deflect the blame onto someone else. Number six. When things seem to be falling apart, what you are mo most likely to do? A. Withdraw and isolate yourself. B. Seek support and connect with friends or family. C. Take charge and start making a plan to address the issues. Or D. Blame external factor or people for your problems. Number seven. How do you handle criticism from someone that you respect and you admire? A. You become defensive and upset. B. You listen carefully and appreciate the feedback. C. You ask for specific suggestions on how to improve. Or D. Believe they are just trying to bring you down. Number 8. If you make a mistake at work that affects a team project, what is your typical response? A. You ignore and hope that no one notices. B. You blame a team member or external cir circumstances. C. You own up to the mistake and collaborate with the team to find a solution. Or D. Minimize the impact of the mistake and focus on others' error. Number nine. When you're feeling overwhelmed, what helps you regain your composure? A. Avoid thinking about the problem and distract yourself. B. Take deep breath, meditate, or practice relaxation technique. <laughs> C. Reach out to a trusted friend or a mentor for advice. Or D. Complain to others about how unfair life is. And the last one, number 10, uh, in heated argument, what you are most likely to do. A, yell or become conf confrontatious. Oh, you confront? <laughs> B, you listen to the other person's point of view and try to find common ground. And C, take a break and return to the conversation later when emotions have cooled. Or D, blame uh, the other person for the argument and refuse to take any responsibility. So now, for every A, you will give, you have one point. For every B, you have two points. For every C, you have three points. And for every D, you have zero points. So now you can do your total. And your total will give you an idea of your character. Again, it's for fun when we do this quiz. It's to give you an idea to start this, that self-reflection. So if you are 21 and more, you demonstrate a high level of maturity, accountability, and adaptability in the face of adversity and blame. If you are between 11 and 20, you exhibit a balanced and responsible approach to challenging situations. And if you are less than 10 points, you have some room for improvement in handling pressure and taking responsibility for your actions. So, again... Self-awareness is a powerful tool when you want to grow personally and you want to develop yourself. So you can 
redo this quiz you can reflect on your result and it will serve you as a valuable starting point for understanding your response to pressure and adversity so keep in mind that those tendencies that you have are not fixed they can evolve with self-awareness and conscious conscious effort so in life when we face a moment of stress of stress criticism and adversity it's normal to respond but you have the control on your response so i hope with this quiz you have a better idea of your character and maybe what you want to change or maybe just say okay for this one i'm good great you can celebrate those simple accomplishments that you already have so i wish you a beautiful weekend and we'll see you next week bye everyone